I'm Peter Singer. I'm a professor of bioethics at Princeton University, and I'm the author of a number of books, including Animal Liberation, Practical Ethics, and How We to Live. Ethics is the study of how we ought to live. It asks questions like, what is the right action? What is it that I ought to be doing? What things are wrong and why are they wrong? Why are they right? So ethics asks us to probe our most fundamental values and uh, ask ourselves whether there are some things that we should never do, whether there are things that we should do in some circumstances but not others. All of those questions come into the scope of ethics, which also asks questions like, are there objective answers to these questions? All subjective, is it all in some way a matter of taste? To me, philosophy is a discipline that asks us to think deeply about questions that can't be answered just by using empirical science, so just by doing experiments or finding out things in the world. There are other things that we need to think deeply about, questions like what's right and what's wrong, questions like what is a good society, what is justice, but also questions like how do I know anything at all? How, how can I be certain about some things? What is the ultimate nature of reality? Those two are, are philosophical questions. This series of lessons is about ethics and it's about questions like when we think about right and wrong, is there a, a truth to what we're looking for? Is there a true objective answer? Or they're just attitudes, if you like, that are not subject to rational criticism, like matters of taste. And then ethics also asks questions like, do we have standards of right and wrong, of good and bad? What kinds of theories might be justifiable in terms of how we ought to act? Should we be looking to the consequences of our actions? Should we be complying with certain moral rules that we should not break? Should we be trying to develop virtues in ourselves that guide us in our actions? And then ethics is also uh, practical or applied. So ethics can ask very specific questions about controversial topics. Topics, for example, in bioethics, like if a patient asks a doctor for aid in dying, is it ethical for the doctor to give that assistance? Or in the pandemic that we've been through, if we could develop a vaccine more rapidly by using human volunteers who we then actually give the virus to after giving them a candidate vaccine, would that be an ethical thing to do if they're informed and consenting to that research? So as new situations develop, we face new applied practical ethical questions on which, as in this case of developing a vaccine, maybe hundreds of thousands or even millions of lives will depend. I don't believe that ethics does come from God. I can't really believe that because I don't think there is a God. So if I do believe that there is ethics, that we can talk sensibly about ethics, then for me, obviously, it can't come from God. But even for those who do believe in a God, it's quite difficult really to hold that ethics comes from God if you also want to make ethical judgments about God, as, for example, Christians typically do. They want to say God is good. In fact, they want to say God is all good. But if ethics comes from God, the statement that God is good doesn't really make much sense, or at least it's, it's almost a tautology. It means 
that the judgment that, that God is good comes from God himself. So Christians would be in some pr- trouble, I think, if they thought that the very meaning of ethics is, let's say, what God commands. I think we need to think that ethics is independent of God if we want to make ethical judgments about God, if we want to say that God is good or that God is not good. So that's why I don't think that ethics can really come from God. Some people, of course, say that there are divinely inspired uh, writings, scriptures, from which we learn what is the right way to live. But in fact, when you look at the way religions deal with those scriptures, they pick and choose what they want to focus on and what they don't want to focus on. People change with the times, religions change with the times as to what they think is right or wrong. And just to say, well, everything that is in scripture that says is wrong is wrong is something that very few people would would say now. For example, in the Bible, God says that you should not eat shellfish, you should not eat crustaceans. Orthodox Jews may observe that, but certainly Christians don't observe that. So they're interpreting the Bible as saying, well, that's not a law that we have to obey. Whereas we do have to obey, they would say, laws against sodomy. But I think it's a matter of picking and choosing what they want to. And other things that Christians emphasize, like, for example, prohibitions on abortion, are not things that you find in the scriptures at all. Ethics doesn't come from evolution, although evolution obviously has played an important role in developing our ethical sense. But when people say that ethics comes from evolution, often they are saying that the right thing to do is the thing that somehow is favoured by evolution. But that really, I think, is a mistake. And in fact, Darwin rejected that idea himself. Early on, after he'd published his work on evolution, critics said, you're saying that, that might is right and that if you can you know, be stronger than others, you can get away with it and it's the right thing to do. And Darwin said, no, that's a mistake. That's, there's not a, that kind of moral lesson in evolution. And I think he's quite right. Evolution is a process that helps to explain why we exist in the form that we do exist. And it can help us to explain some of our moral reactions. Why do we react negatively to certain things? Well, probably because those reactions had some evolutionary value in the past in helping us to survive. But that doesn't mean that they're, that they're right today. And it doesn't mean that the process of evolution has any kind of moral direction. The process of evolution is just something that happens according to various scientific laws of uh, selection, those who are fit to survive and reproduce. There's no sense in which it is guided by any kind of moral purpose. So it would be a mistake to derive our ethics from the process of evolution. People often say if ethics doesn't come from God and isn't something that we can deduce from evolution, where can it come from? My view of that is that ethics comes from our ability to reason. Of course, our ability to reason is itself a product of evolution. It helped us to solve all kinds of problems, to survive, to find food, to live socially together, to avoid predators. But once we have a capacity for reason, it brings with it the capacity to think about how we ought to live. And I believe that when we do think about that and we think about it not just for ourselves in an egoistic way, but we come together as a group and discuss it or reason about it and we are social animals, so coming together as a group is something that we 
always do, then we can see that there are better ways to live, better ways for each of us and better ways for all of us. And we can extend that reasoning then, even beyond our group, to include others who are not members of our group. And we can ask questions about how we ought to act towards them. So for me, fundamentally, ethics is the product of our ability to reason. Evolution has helped to shape us, not only physically, but also emotionally and psychologically. And so it has shaped our intuitive judgments about what things are right and what things are wrong. And often when somebody suggests an action, the first reaction that we have, if you like the reaction that, oh, yes, that's good, or yuck, that's, that's bad, is an evolved response. Now, one example of this would be the reaction to incest. So incest seems not to have been favoured by evolution because if uh, very close relatives uh, have sex and have children, the children are more likely to have abnormalities, less likely to survive, and breeding out rather than breeding in seems to be better for the social group. So we have an abhorrence of incest, which of course normally gives us the right results. Incest normally does lead to bad outcomes and often will lead to the exploitation of children by their parents, for example, in horrible ways. But it's interesting that if you put a hypothetical case to someone where there isn't these consequences, the yuck reaction still kicks in. Jonathan Haidt, who's a psychologist, uh, did this with an example of adult brother and sister who decided they were on vacation together. They decided just for fun that they would have sex. And they made sure that they could not conceive. They used not only a, a woman on the contraceptive pill, but the man decided to use a condom as well. So there's no possibility of abnormal offspring. And as Jonathan Haidt told the story, um, there were no bad consequences from this. Uh, they remained close as brother and sister. But they, had, you know, they enjoyed the occasion, the experience, but they didn't decide not to do it again, having tried that once. When Jonathan Haidt asked students about this, said, is this right or wrong? They all said it was wrong. And then Haidt asked them to explain why it was wrong. And essentially, they couldn't explain why it was wrong without denying some of the facts that they'd been told about the story. That is saying that, well, they might have a child who had an abnormality or it might break up their close bond between brother and sister. Um, and all of those things they'd been told in the story were not the case. I think that's an interesting example where situation has changed today because of effective contraception and it's hard to see why that case would be really harmful or wrong. But the intuitive reaction tells us that it's wrong. And I think we ought to be critical of our intuitions. We ought to not take them for granted. We ought to ask ourselves really, well, are there bad consequences from these acts? And even if we have a kind of intuitive negative response, we are not bound by that if we can see that that could have evolved in circumstances that are very different from the ones we're living in today.